Haima Black here on day three of North Coast Music Festival for Dynasty Podcast and Illinois Entertainer. And I am here with Orville Klein. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fabulous. How, are, how about yourself? I'm well, man. I'm well. It's day three. It's it's nice out. It's like not raining. It's I think we're we're ahead. I'm actually hoping for the rain because they they put me in the silent disco uh, tent thing. So I'm, I'm hoping it's going to start the downpour right before I go on and everyone's going to flood to go underneath yeah. there for shelter. Everyone will That's go in I'm there. That's what I'm hoping for. Plus, if it rains, that might be people's first shower of the weekend. Yeah, I agree. That's, it probably would be mine. So, <laughs> Well, man, you are playing the silent disco uh, stage. And that's pretty rad. Have you ever done that kind of performance before where it's like, you know, you're broadcasting your set to, like, USB headphones and that kind of thing? No, that's that's definitely going to be a first for me, and I think it's going to be a first for a lot of the performers and fans that are checking it out for the first time. If I think it's going to feel like DJing in the future. Yeah, it really is. It is kind of like the future DJ set where it's too cool to have, like, an amp and PA and, and speakers. You know? It's not about being loud anymore. It's about yeah. being how cutting-edge technology you could be, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> well, you know, how did you kind of get roped in with doing North Coast this year? You know, because I know that you are no stranger to, you know, the reactive ends. Obviously, Porn and Chicken had a big role uh, earlier this uh, year at Spring Awakening. But how did you get involved in this one? Um, I, I played it last year. Definitely on the local stage, I I had like an earlier set time. We had a ton of people to come out, and I've been doing a lot of shows with React, and I think they like my sets, and they they put on the best events. So I think it was just a natural fitting. Well, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, you Good have friends been... with some of the React guys. That helps a little bit too, I think. And... Totally, and they're local guys. They're really connected to the the DJ culture here in Chicago, obviously. Right. Yeah. They, I mean, I think they're really in tune with the people that are actually making moves and doing stuff, kind of pushing the scene forward. And I, th I think that that helps a lot. So. Well, you know, I think a lot of people know you from your DJing, you know, locally, and also from your work, obviously, with Porn and Chicken. Kind of like, for anyone who doesn't know, how far back does this go for you? Kind of like, what was the origin of your involvement with DJing, maybe even before the porn and chicken roll? I mean, um, I'm going to be 25, I'm going to be 26 this month, that I've been DJing for about 10 years now. Yeah. I guess, like, my first gig was a, a wedding DJ gig when I was 15. Um, and, I, I've, and I've always been in bands, playing in lots of rock shows and guitar and bass and drums and stuff like that. So I, I've been involved in music for most of my adult life, for say. It's, like, I really didn't start pursuing or really pushing DJ as my main focus until probably about six years ago. And it's just like, it's a lot. I've done hundreds of shows and for the, the, playing to no people, playing to thousands of people. Um, I just, it's just, a, I just have been working hard, steadily at it. It seems to be paying off finally, especially this year. Um, being, being able to get on all the, the fests like Spring Awakening, Wavefront, now yeah. North Coast Fest. Uh, we just got back from Vegas last weekend. We got a show coming up at Webster Hall, in New York City, this coming this coming weekend. And um, and just there, there's a bunch more bigger stuff that are in the works for the Porn and Chicken Crew and for my own solo stuff. Also gonna have, gonna have a new music video coming out in October called Banger Fifty One. I'm pretty excited about. So, I mean, this is really a great time. Well, you know what? It's kind of a double-edged sword. It's a great time and it's a not great time to be a DJ. And in, in that, the DJ culture is more accepted and mainstream and popular than ever. But it also means that there's so many people kind of competing for that role, right? Yeah, there's there's tons of competition. I, I I think there's always been, but more and more people are into dance music and more and more people know about it. So it makes it means there's two really huge festivals that are brand new this year that weren't there 
for as far as I've been DJing. <laughs> so yeah. that, that, that helps a lot. So with the more competition comes more opportunities at the same time. And I think it really helps me and the ones, other DJs that try to strive ahead or stay on top of the game to really, it keeps us on our toes and to look just as far as pushing ourselves forward, new technology, new music, new techniques and stuff like that. It really helps to kind of keep everyone on edge, I think. And it separates the amateurs, I guess, or the people that do it for a living like me, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, it, and you're right. It, it keeps you from getting complacent, you know, because you do have to keep coming up with new ways to keep it fresh and stay ahead of the pack when there are so many DJs. Right. It's like we always try to just put on a good show aside from just playing good music and mixing it well. And it's just... Uh, and it's like, lately, the, the thing that helps is just creating a brand for yourself and your style of music and your your DJ. Like, definitely Porn and Chicken has helped me a lot and kind of nurture my brand as a DJ because people associate um, myself with the crazy antics that go on with Porn and Chicken and all that. It, it really helps kind of go all around, so. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I talked with you as part of a larger Porn and Chicken interview yeah. a couple months ago, but, you know, let's talk about Porn and Chicken because even since that interview... I feel like so much has happened. Like, take us into the world of porn and chicken as it exists in September 2012, and what's been going on. It's crazy. Like, we really like. We feel like we're we're almost outgrown outgrown the boundaries of our Monday night party. It's like we can only fit through so many people legally through the door every week. So it's really like open up the doors for us to go out on tour, like Vegas, New York. We're working on setting up a show at the Stubber Club in San Francisco, some Hawaii dates, and back to L.A. It's just like, just taking the show on the road is helping. Also doing other bigger venues here in Chicago helps a lot, too. Um, the Lollapalooza weekend, we played at Sound Bar on Friday night. Um, we, we did uh, a big, huge after party at Vision. They let us throw an entire steampunk circus there, which was really fun, and and we've always been been working with the mid on their after parties too with all the huge acts they bring through so it just really helped us kind of grow and expand and give giving more people an outlet to hear my my stuff and the style of music that i play so i mean it is crazy because i I was at porn chicken a couple weeks ago i saw you there very briefly i know you were very busy but (laughs) i mean literally you're not exaggerating i couldn't move through the room right i mean it was crazy so it's like, since we can't really expand, I don't think we'll ever get the permits to make uh, Evil Olive any bigger than it is. The only <laughs> like option. a new wing. Yeah. The <laughs> only, and chicken wing. <laughs> the only porn chicken on the roof, maybe. I don't, yeah. Um, the only uh, option is for us is to go out and just take over other territories and, you know, play to different people at different places. So that's a lot of fun for me. Like, porn and chicken is my only residency I have right now because it's just on Monday. So just, I like to leave the rest of the week open to go out and try different venues in, in Chicago and in different cities around yeah. the country and stuff. So it's, it's pretty fun. Well, you know, I was talking with Fi about this a couple days ago, um, you know, right out here backstage. And we were kind of talking about the same thing about porn and chicken going out on the road. And I asked him, but I'm going to ask you, like, how has that experience been? How has the response been? You know, how are people responding to porn and chicken in other markets? Um, it's been going over really well. Like, um, like we within the last year, we played in Vegas about four times. We just did uh, our first show in Scottsdale, Arizona, a few months ago. We're going back again in a few weeks. Um, everyone at Webster Hall in New York has been really pushing the party we're doing for their, their basement Saturdays party coming up 
So I'm hoping that, I mean, I'm hoping it pans out well and they bring us back lightly. So it's, it's been going over really well as far as making it a nationwide brand instead of just a Chicago brand. So And that's what you got to do to stay ahead when there is so much competition. Absolutely. Right, right. It's like just having a really awesome party is one thing, but having a really awesome na- nation nationally known and accredited party is another thing that, that really helps to build your brand that not as many people can say, I, I don't think. so. Well, and also, you know, something that I've heard and seen is you guys are getting into, you're like moving into the original production realm. You know, yeah. is that something that's going to be happening more so? Oh, definitely. Like, I, I've been producing tracks for a long time. I just, like, I I think I spent a maybe like up at the recent times most of my energy has been focused on my live performance and shows and building up fans and awareness about my dj performances but i've been producing tracks for a long a long time but finally more more of them are starting to get there's as with any artist you get better and better as time goes and i feel like i'm at a stage now i'm ready to really start pushing them to really get more exposure from my tracks instead of just my party so so that's the, the next step i think and that's the next thing that's going to help us all move into the next level that's why I'm, I'm pretty excited for my next track, Banger 51. It's It's been, all the DJs have been dropping it around the country, and they're getting a lot of really good feedback. We're shooting a video for it next weekend, and um, I'm pretty excited for that to come out. And, and plus a bunch of the other uh, stuff we're working on, like a second wave of remixes for our Take Your Shirt Off yeah. um, track, which we made a while ago, but it's, it's got support by artists like Chucky, Flatland Flunk. Like, um, it's like the the Breaks remix of it charted on the Breaks charts and B-Port, and we've been getting a lot of good feedback from that as well. You know, are you seeing, I feel like this would be the case, are you seeing that stuff like the videos that you guys have, like the web series, the, you know, the B-Port action, the DJs playing it in other markets, kind of like just this digital expansion where other people in other cities can find it. Are you feeling like the internet is really bringing porn and chicken to people outside of Chicago? It, it, like um, before there was YouTube, we probably wouldn't have had the same amount of noticeability or success. Like a lot of people go to the videos and they, they see how crazy it is and then they they want to come just from what they see. And it's like we that's why every single week now we shoot a video that captures all the craziness that happens. Uh, it's kind of like as a documented and to, to kind of keep that flesh, I guess, fresh flow of uh, fresh content every week you yeah. know you get a new you're gonna get a new you gotta do man us. yeah yeah whether it's a new video it's gonna be a new track or a new dj mix or bootleg or a new party or something like we just we're just constantly trying to make new and more stuff all the time just to keep our fans satisfied so we don't seem stale you have to live as a 24 7 full time full service brand really right and that's kind of like where a lot of us that are the owners of our company are at right now and it's like when i'm not djing i'm either working on music or i'm promoting or i'm working on helping set it up shows and coordinate stuff and it's it's a full-time job for me right now and, and I, it's it's fucking awesome i love it it's but it, it does take a lot of work more work yeah. than i think people think they only show up to the parties they don't see all the extra no man being a dj <laughs> you just show up wasted you play some records or play some mp3s and that's it right well, right that's it no other work beside yeah. that at all show up five minutes before you start and your job's an hour for sure <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> well it's very rad to see all that happening it's cool to see the brand expanding outside of chicago and bringing it to other cities so best of luck with all that and also your personal work as well man Thanks. thank you i appreciate the interview yeah have a good enjoy the rest of your north coast fest day absolutely all right